Welcome to More, the podcast where Debbie will explore real-life applicable ways to get more out of your life. And here's Debbie. podcast that will help you and enlighten you and lift you this week. Um, I just love doing this podcast and I'm so appreciative of everybody that listens. I just want to give a big shout out to the listeners in Kingston, Massachusetts and Massachusetts and Great Falls, Virginia. Um, there's some people listening there regularly and are always listening and they're always every week I get I can get on and see where people are listening. And I want to give a big shout out to them. Thank you for supporting this podcast. And I hope that this is something that can help you. And if you ever want to contact me, just go to howtobemore333 at gmail.com. And how I got that is three is my favorite number. <laughs> and so that's what I do. Um, I'm going on to the next, not the next chapter, but the third chapter in the book that I'm um, talking about, and it's the book is called Standing for Something, 10 Neglected Virtues That Will Heal Our Hearts and Homes by Gordon B. Hinckley. And this third chapter is called Our Fading Civility. And there's some good things in there and some things that I want to talk about that I hope will touch you. Um, The first thing that he talks about, one of the first things he talks about is the way that we treat other people. And um, I looked up the definition for civility, and civility is formal politeness and courtesy in behavior or speech. So we have to think about civility is courtesy in behavior, not just speech. Sometimes if we think of politeness, we think of speech. But um, how do we behave towards other people? Does it build them in every instance? Um, He says in his book, each of us is human, subject to the problems that afflict humans. We should not tolerate laziness, dishonesty, or betrayal, but neither should we condemn others for such apparent lapses. Instead, we can reach out to help them carry the burdens of sickness and financial difficulty, and even the weaknesses and shortcomings with which they are grappling. None of us needs someone who only points out our areas of weakness and the ways in which we have fallen short. We need someone who encourages us to go forward, to try again, to reach a little higher this time. Excellence is difficult to achieve in a vacuum. So, man, it's so easy to find fault with other people and to get annoyed by little things. And this is why I feel like uh, meditation and mindfulness is so important. I hope that that's something that you're working on. But um, I heard this story a couple weeks ago in church, and this girl told this story about how she was driving in the car, and something happened, and she tells the story in much more detail than I'm going to tell, but she, she accidentally ran a stop sign and didn't mean to, and it was inadvertent, and um, nothing happened. It wasn't didn't cause an accident or anything, but the lady that happened to notice that she ran a stop sign. They met each other in the parking lot. And um, 
they both pulled in at the same time. And, and it was kind of like she pulled in front of this other lady, right? And so they both parked in the parking lot at the same, I think it was the Walmart parking lot. And the girl that is my friend that ran the stop sign tried to get out and apologize to the woman. And the woman just rejected her and was mean to her and rude to her. And um, what a story this is. And she talked about how she felt impelled to just be kind to this woman, even though the woman was just being so mean back. And, you know, all of us make mistakes. And if we hold people to such a high standard, is that the, ha- the standard that we want to be held to? I really think the definition of civility is do unto others as you would have others do to you, the golden rule, which I've taught that years after year after year at school. And I think sometimes we need to stop and think about what's going on and maybe give people a little bit of a break. You know, I mean, what what good does it do us to hold that kind of a grudge? And we've t- I talked about this in the forgiveness podcast. And so um, we need to like be looking for ways to build people up. It's a, he said, I'm going to repeat it. None of us need someone who only points out our areas of weakness and the ways that we've fallen short. I mean, if you're married or if you have a best friend or whatever, I mean, it's so easy to do this in a marriage. And, and you know, you just get annoyed by the little things, right? And so what do you do? Do you want to just hold on to those? Or do you want to let those go? I truly believe that kindness and love and treating others with respect trumps everything. Um, I heard something the other day about a talk on forgiveness. And the the person was saying, look, even if you are not, you, you're not wrong. Like, you know you're right. Still apologize. And I tried that this week. Um, with my husband and um, I felt that I was right and of course he probably felt he was right you know that's just how it goes right but I decided to apologize and even though I felt you know and I think he probably feels like he might have been wrong in this instance but I apologized nonetheless and you know it's crazy how what a difference it makes when um, we turn the other cheek and we just forget it and we just apologize and we, you know, it's, it's, it, it's the bigger person that has to do that. I mean, it takes so much work, especially when you just feel so justified in whatever's happened. It takes so much work to be kind and loving, but really, honestly, kindness trumps all. And in second Corinthians 13, I've talked about charity it it's stronger. It's more capable to move than moving mountains with faith. Um, and so we really need to find ways to build others up. Um, and then he says again, excellence is difficult to achieve in a vacuum. And if you think about that, if you didn't have other people around you to help you, um, then you you don't have those opportunities to stretch yourself. And so. Be grateful for those things and for those opportunities. I showed a little video from Pass It On to my class this week. And, oh, it was so touching. Well, I showed several. But um, 
one video was a little, a boy, he goes in with his friends and they're a bunch of high school kids and they're all kind of laughing. And he says, I'm going to get a haircut. The guy cuts it short. And he says, no, a little shorter. He cuts it shorter and he says, no, even shorter. And pretty soon he's like, well, that's going to be bald. You know, it's going to be taking it, taking it all off. And he does. And the friends are kind of laughing and snickering. And I can't believe he's going to do that. And in the next um, after he, he says, okay, he, he, he's bald now. And he, they go and they ask this girl to a dance and the two friends have a sign that says, will you go to the prom with me? And they drop the sign and he's bald. And then the girl that he's asking to the dance is bald also. And wow, it was just so touching. What a way to find, find ways to build other people up. And this week in our high school, um, a girl, about three years ago was hurt, was shot, accidentally stabbed, um, or maybe shot. I think she was shot, um, in the lower part of her head and, um, has had to come back from that horrific accident. And the student body voted her homecoming queen. And she, at the game, she just got a standing ovation. And I think it's just, man, we can find ways to build other people up, right? We can find ways to be kind and do good to other people. Also, one of the videos was like a, he, you know, they make some of the kids in this pass it on that these kids like punk rocker kind of kids or whatever, but this kid, he's got his headphones in and then he's sitting on the bus and this older woman gets on the bus and it's standing room only. And of course he stands up and gives her his seat and, you know, there are so many, many ways to be looking for ways to help people. And I think sometimes we just need to open our eyes and be looking. And I truly believe that prayer helps. And if you pray on a daily basis to find ways to build others and get outside of yourself, that you will find those ways and that there are ways to do it. Um, in the book, he says, Um, imagine how our own families, let alone the world would change if we vowed to keep faith with one another, strengthen one another, look for and accentuate the virtues in one another and speak graciously concerning one another. You know, are we, are we building other people? Are we looking for ways to build other people? I know almost, almost every hour there's something that you could say or do that would hurt someone else. And, um, it's like we justify ourselves, and I find it in my life, like all the time, constantly. And it takes, it's takes, it's the high road. It's choosing the high road to do it, um, to find the good things. He says in the book, imagine the cumulative effect. If we treated each other with respect, respect and acceptance, if we willingly provided support, such interactions practiced on a small scale would surely have a rippling effect throughout our homes and communities and eventually society at large. And at school, I've said over and over, little by little, a little becomes a lot. And it's the small little things that really make a big difference. It's the small things done continuously. I have that quote sitting in my kitchen right now. It's the small things done continuously that make all the big differences. Um, I was in church the other day and the bread for the sacrament was being passed around. And I knew that the girl there could not, she was gluten-free and I knew that she couldn't, um, get it. And she was new and didn't know anybody in the, in the congregation there. 
So I stopped someone who I, who had the kind of like a, like a, a wafer that she could have. It was a gluten-free and I stopped him and had him give it to her. It was such a small thing, right? But if you're looking for those little, little things, you will find them and your life will be enriched so greatly by finding ways to build other people up and find the good instead of saying, doing, and thinking about the negative. And I challenge you to pray every day and to look for ways that you can build other people. The next area that he talks about in the book is he talks a little bit about profanity. And he talks about when he was a kid, one time he, he swore and his mom took him and into the bathroom and he she pulled out a, a washcloth and a bar of soap and he opened his mouth and washed his mouth out with that terrible soap and he remembers how horrible it was. And, and honestly, I think I remember myself getting... Um, getting my mouth washed out for, for, for whatever I said, but, but, you know, civility is a politeness and courtesy in speech, right? And, you know, I think the way that we speak and the, if we use profanity, um, a lot of horrible language that doesn't really build other people up, he says sloppy language and sloppy ways go together. And I think that's a little bit of truth. It shows that you're not tempering yourself. You're not con- having self-mastery or control over yourself. And um, if you really want to be a good person, master your language. Not only swearing and profanity, but what you say to other people. You know, I was I, I do a polo with a friend all the time, and, and I had something that the the, that came up and I could have belittled somebody in front of the friend on the polo. And I, I started to say it and then I stopped and I deleted the polo and didn't even go there. Cause I thought, what good is this going to do? You know, what good does it do? And so it took, it took effort to do that. But you know, people who are educated and who are admired, they, they don't tear other people down and they don't speak in harsh ways. I mean, I really feel that part of civility and part of being a good human being is controlling yourself. And if you can't control what you say, then um, you're really not in control of the things that are happening in your life. And by building other people up, you are going to make a difference in other people's lives. So like I mentioned, temperance is self-control, self-mastery. And um, sometimes that means controlling our anger. Not only controlling what we say, but controlling our anger. And these are not easy things, I'm telling you. Road rage is such a huge thing. Why do we even have a name for it, right? But that's another thing that um, we can do to... Um, master ourselves and to have more in our life. I'm uh, just yesterday. Um, I had somebody tell me that my son was with her, and my son's sixteen, and he was going to homecoming, and he was with a picking up one of not his date, but another girl in his group that they were all picking up together. And the lady was saying, "Oh, I know your parents, and I love your parents and stuff." And he was like. Yeah, I just love my family. I'm so blessed to have such a great family. And 
you know, he's 16 and like, you know, he may have been able to, he may have said something like, yeah, yeah, or just blown it off and not said anything, but he really responded in a positive way to her. And that made her feel like, I mean, that lifted her that, wow, such a good kid out there, a 16 year old willing to you know, say something like that in front of all his friends. But the whole reason I say that story is because then she came and told me that story, right? I mean, and how that lifted me. And so why, let's be looking for ways that we can lift up other people, look for ways to control other people and, uh, control ourselves so that we build other people. And that's just another form of tempering our actions. Um, there's a book that George Washington, um, copied into a notebook. Um, he was known, I guess, for having a, a high, a, a hot temper. And he, he wrote this in one of his notebooks. And I thought every one of these are so good. He said, every action in company ought to be with some sign of respect to those present. Every action in company ought to be with some sign of respect for those in present. Um, I'm wondering with our phones, not just kids, adults, everybody, are we like more focused on our phones than we are with the people that are around us? I mean, there's one way that we show disrespect to other people, right? I mean, honestly, to be honest, I'm talking to myself. Like I can do better at all of these things, but these are just ways to be, have more civility in our lives, to be more. He says the next thing, show not yourself glad at the misfortune of another, though he were your enemy. And um, I don't know if you remember at the very beginning, I, I told you, I think one of the first podcasts I read my mantra of more and more happiness for other people's successes. That's a really hard thing to do, especially when you don't get that happy, that success, you know, to just be excited for other people. What a, what a noble thing. I mean, I just, gosh, I want to be all these things. And it's so hard. Um, undertake not to teach your equal in the art he himself professes. It savors of arrogancy. So this is kind of like, don't be a know-it-all, especially with people who know more than you. Um, the next one, mock not nor jest at anything of importance. Break no jests that are sharp or biting. And if you deliver anything witty or pleasant, abstain from laughing thereat yourself. So don't make, I would say this is basically saying, don't make light of things that are important to other people, you know, and don't pay attention to what's important to other people and, and value that as much as you value the things that are important to you. Use no reproachful language against anyone, neither curses nor revilings. So this is what uh, George Washington wrote in his, like his little journal. Like, this is what we want to do. This is what we want to be, right? Um, in, in here it says, civility is the root of the word civilization. It carries with it the essence of courtesy, politeness, and consideration of, of others. And I think overcoming selfishness is another way of showing civility. And again, these things are hard to do. Um, not one of these things are easy. But when it's in the forefront of your mind, why not be thinking about the ways to do these things, ways to be this kind of person, rather than um, thinking about how annoyed you are with someone else? Why don't you 
helpful. Sit and try to ponder on what could I do for someone in this minute, in this day, in this hour, in this situation that I'm in. Instead of sitting and allowing yourself to think about how you've been wronged or hurt, right? He also says civility is going the extra mile of serving as a good Samaritan, of being men and women who look beyond our own selfish interests to the good of other people. Another thing he says in the book is the essence of civility is to extend without price a helping or lifting hand to those in need, to anxiously look for ways to strengthen those who may have less than we do. I think there's a couple things in here that I want to point out. To extend without price a helping or lifting hand. I think sometimes we, um, and I know sometimes kids will do this in the class, well, I helped them, what are you going to give me? right? I help that person. What do I get for that? And I think we need to recognize the importance of doing things without receiving anything in return. And honestly, I here I am even saying it. I'm saying like, if you do it, you, you're going to get tenfold, right? And I'm even telling you to do it for what you're going to get. And it's not necessary. Do it just for no reason, right? And then he also says to anxiously look for ways to strengthen others. Anxiously look. Do you anxiously look or do you just passively notice? Do you just passively, oh, they might need help. Um, there, another video that I showed my class this week was from the Pass It On was a boy was going, he went out the door and he happened to look back and here was this mother with a with a stroller trying to get out the door and his friends were leaving him and taking off without him. And he was like debating, should he go back and get the door or should he go ahead with his friends and stay with his friends? And he decided to go back and get the door for the, for the girl. And, and then the friends happened to stop and look at him helping. And they looked back with a smile and he was able to be an example for those, um, for those friends as well. And I thought, that was so, that was so neat, you know, just so neat. And, um, I know about two years ago, I broke my leg motorcycling and it was really hard to get around. Um, I was over, I was about six months, not, not putting any, any pressure at all on the foot. And, um, it, I would, there would be places where I would be getting out of my car and going up to a door and there was no way to get the door open. The door doesn't open or whatever. And I have to like balance myself, hold my crutches and get the door open. And it would be, it was funny. I saw both types of people. I saw people who would be, who would be ahead of me and they'd hurry, they'd hurry to get ahead of me because I was going to slow them down. Right. And they'd open the door and go in and just leave me right behind them and struggling to get in the door. And then there were also people who would hurry ahead to get the door for me. And it was interesting how I noticed those people so specifically. And so when he talks about um, anxiously looking for ways, are you anxiously looking for ways to help other people? Are we anxiously looking? Or do we just passively go about our life every day? I mean, I wonder how our life might be different if we were anxiously looking for ways to have courtesy in our behavior and speech. I want to tell you a little bit about, um, about students in general. Um, politeness is a, the, is a word that defines civility. And I'll tell you as a teacher, 
Kids who are polite stand out immediately, immediately. I have two boys right now in my class. They're twins. And boy, both of them are so polite and and always coming up and saying, thank you so much for teaching me. Thank you. Or even if I correct one of them or, or case, stop talking in class or whatever, and they'll say, thanks for helping me. I mean, my goodness. Um, I feel like maybe that's somewhat of a lost art. Are we being polite? You know, I don't care if you're a, a student, a young kid, an adult, a grandma. It doesn't matter who we are. Every one of us should be looking for ways to be polite to other people. Um, and, you know, some I could tell story after story after story about my own life. But sometimes, like I say, maybe it would be um, exposing my family too much. Um, and so sometimes I don't tell the stories. But, um, you know, I'll just tell you that my mother-in-law is here. And she was visiting and talking. And I was feeling tired. But I decided to stay there and visit with her. And, um, let her tell me her stories. And I decided that that was more polite than just leaving her there and going off and taking a nap. And so I think that we're blessed and we have greater experiences and greater relationships and greater opportunities when we try to do these kinds of things in our lives. Gordon B. Hinckley says, he or she who serves always almost benefits more than he or she who is served. And I believe that to be true. Um, A few other little tidbits. Um, Respond, don't react. When you respond, you stop, you think, you take time, you breathe before when something happens and it's going to make you angry or upset, you stop, you breathe, you take a minute. And you think about what you're going to say or do before you do it. And that's, that's responding and not reacting. Reacting is just immediately you're angry or immediately you say something you wish you hadn't said, right? Um, seek to understand and not to be understood, says Stephen Covey. Seek to understand and not to be understood. All of these things are great. All of this, everything we've talked about on this podcast are things that um, we can do better and be better and have more in our lives. But be patient, patient with yourself, okay? It's not going to come every day, every minute. But I can say if you're mentally looking, if you're looking to do these things, I suggest you, I, my suggestion is to go.